You can support the Reality Check podcast on Patreon, GoFundMe, or by purchasing one of my books. Links down in the show notes below. Welcome to the Reality Check podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. So today I want to talk about the idea that just because you've got a mental illness or an addiction, it doesn't give you the, the excuse to act like an asshole. Think about this. If someone's generally sober around you and one day you go out and you're drinking and they get a bit aggressive or they just act out of character and you don't like it. If if them getting drunk and them acting like that is an aberration in the sense that they don't always act like that, you can reasonably assume that it's not their character, it's not their personality, and you can forgive them, right? Because something happened, yeah, they got drunk, yeah, they shouldn't have done you know, what they did, but it's not a regular occurrence for them. So you can forgive them and move on. But what if that person always gets drunk? Or what if they're always drunk? What if they're an alcoholic? Yeah, so let's say they're a nice person when they're sober, but every day they drink to the point where they get aggressive. They're not aggressive until they drink, but every day they do drink, and every day they get aggressive because of the drink. Now can you forgive that person? I've had quite a few discussions on this topic with a variety of people. My stance is is that if someone is always inebriated and that impacts their personality or that changes you know, how they're acting with you, then that's who they really are. So I, I, I bring this up because in my book, Under the Influence, I talk about my life as the son of an addict. My, my father was an addict and a drug dealer. Now, typically he was, every single time I, I was around him, he was stoned. Most of the time on weed, but we, you know, there is occurrences where he was on a lot of other stuff. But this wasn't just a casual inebriation, a casual, you know, puff. He would wake up in the morning and instantly hit the bong, then have a coffee. And then every hour or so, he would just constantly be doing it all day, all day, all day. This left him very basically catatonic. So if you think about it, you're just sort of sitting there and just stoned off your face. Now, when my father was sober, when prior to, you know, falling deep into this addictive and using sort of mentality or using sort of situation, he was very intelligent. He was very engaging. He was very artistic. He was quite a lot of things. However, the older he got, the older I got, and, you know, the more, the more time that I spent with him growing up, it became apparent that his personality was just this most often of the time, just this sort of ignoring me, catatonic, not really present sort of person. Now, since the book has come out, I've had some family members sort of give me some pushback and being like, but that's not what your dad was like. And these family members typically met him years and years and years ago, prior to when I was born. And when my mum and dad split up, a lot of them lost contact. And my dad being my dad, started to sort of drift apart himself. So the only time people saw him was at family gatherings when he was, he was still stoned, but he was less stoned, right? So their view of him didn't change or evolve as my view. They saw him the best that he could be, which was still terrible. And I saw him consistently. So now what 
type of personality or character or, you know, disposition should I, I judge my father for having? Do I judge him as a kind, caring, intelligent, you know, motivated, artistic individual? Or do I judge him as a canatotic stoner? For me, because that's how he was in my life all the time, that's what I was left with to judge. That's basically my view of him. That's who he was to me as a father. The reason I'm bringing this up is because I speak to a lot of women who are in abusive relationships. And they will, they will say, you know, he beat me, he hit me, or she hit me, she beat me. And, but that's not what they're like. That only happens when they drink or get high or take this drug or do ice or whatever they do, or when they're upset at work. And I ask, well, was this a once-off? Not that that excuses it, but is this a once-off or does this happen often? And they say, well, only when they get drunk. I'll use alcohol as an example, but could be stoned anything. Only when they get drunk. And then the follow-up is, as well, how often do they get drunk? And they say, well, once, twice, three, four times a week. So that means that they might be a nice and lovely and caring person unless they're drunk. But if they're getting drunk three, four, five times a week, you're now dealing with an abusive person three, four, five times a week. Does that make sense? The, the point of this is to suggest to you that if someone is constantly using something and their personality changes because of what they're using, if they're constantly stoned, that's who they are. They're an aggressive alcoholic. They're a catatonic stoner. They're an erratic ice user, right? That's, that's who they become. Now, this might be a bit controversial, but the same thing applies to someone with a mental illness. I struggle with a variety of different issues, anxiety, depression, and post-traumatic stress from an abusive childhood. These things impact me to varying degrees, right? And sometimes I need to speak to the people near me and say, hey, I can't handle this. I need to leave the situation. I need to do some self-care. I can't manage this. Other times I'm fine. But regardless of my past, regardless of my mental illnesses, regardless of anything, how I'm treating the people around me is who I am. Let's say you suffer from BPD, or sorry, you know someone suffering from borderline personality disorder. If they are treating you badly because of their disorder, right, and you're, you're on the receiving end of a lot of, a lot of issues, and this could be any disorder, if you're on that receiving end, that's who the person is to you. Right? If they're using you, if they're abusing you, if they're treating you badly and blaming it on their condition, and that's constantly happening, that's who the person is. I'm not saying that that person is a bad person, but the impact upon you may be bad. Now, depending on your relationship with the person, you will choose to handle that differently. However, my view, what I try to do is go, well, are they seeking treatment? Am I in a state to help them? And is it impacting my life beyond helping them? As in, do I need to guard my mental state with this person? Because let's say someone's someone suffers from an anxiety disorder and I'm like going out somewhere and I've got this big plan and they say they want to come and I'm like, sure. And then halfway through that gathering, they suffer from an anxiety attack and they want to leave. That's completely fine. But if they're of the disposition that they will cause the event to stop or cause me to leave when I choose not to, and that happens over and over and over again, that person is then impacting my life or their mental illness is impacting my life. Make sense? 
I feel like I need to be as specific as possible with this because I don't want to be sort of taken out of context. If someone's always depressed, right, and when they're not depressed, they are a good, great, fun-loving person, but when they're around you, they're always suffering from depression, that's what that person is. They might have been in the past someone different, but right now in your life, they are dealing with depression and that's who they are. And that's fine. It's, well, it's not fine. It's, it's something that needs to be worked through. But it's important to realize that they don't have an excuse to berate you, to beat you down, to put you in a bad place because they are suffering. They do have a right to ask for assistance, to ask for support, to, to, to ask. But their mental illness does not give them an excuse. It doesn't give me an excuse. It gives no one excuse to project and put it on other people. And if you're finding that someone that you, you know, you know that you care about is suffering and they're, they're struggling to manage that, they're struggling to deal with that, and it's sort of bringing you down, you don't, there's this level of guilt, like you feel like you have to be there and fix the problems and help them out. And yeah, they're suffering. So you have to take it all on board. Depending on your relationship, there is a certain level of that. But just like if someone's always, you know, always consuming a drug, if they're always struggling, always suffering, and that's impacting you, you actually have a right to, you know, say no, set limits, set boundaries and say, hey, how can I help you to help yourself? Does that make sense? Basically, the point is, is that no one has a right to impact other people based on the stuff that's going on in here, up in your mind. You can ask for help, you can ask for assistance, but you can't force it upon someone. And if you find someone's enforcing it upon you, you need to take steps to take action to start helping and healing yourself, start helping and healing them in whatever way you can. That might be directly or by referring them on to a specialist. Sounds good? Thanks for listening, guys. So you can support the Reality Check podcast in a number of ways. The best way is by purchasing one of my books. I'll chuck down a link below. I've got three up at the moment. The first one's Under the Influence. That's the story of my past. I go in depth. I share some quite vulnerable truths about my past growing up as the son of an addict, drug dealer, paranoid schizophrenic, and a chronic hoarder for a father. The second one is called Upgrade. That's a sci-fi dystopic novel. And basically, I've done it as an anthology of a bunch of short stories, all taking place in the same universe. If you're into sci-fi, if you're into dystopic um, futures, you'll love it. And the final book that I've got available is How to Get Your Shit Together. This is a combination of all of the lessons, tips, tricks, advice, ideas that I learned growing up and surviving and recovering. It's basically the book that I wish existed when I was, you know, when I needed it. So that's out now and available. All three are. I'll chuck links down in the show notes below. If you want to support me more directly, you can contribute to my GoFundMe or via PayPal, as well as on my Patreon at patreon.com slash Zach P. Phillips with monthly contributions. And finally, if you can, I'd appreciate you chucking up an awesome review of this podcast wherever you're listening to it, as well as telling people to check it out. Send them a link, tell them about it, and yeah, basically spread the word because, you know, the more we grow, the more... Um, the message spreads and the more other people will know that you're in a place that can help them help yourself, help each other. Together we can make a difference. Thanks guys.